Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT and Leanne After Hours, the conversation that continued after the show was done. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with uh, Hall of Famer Leanne Whippen, who is my co-pilot on this adventure. And today we're talking with Chef Ray Sheehan. If you didn't catch the regular show, which you probably did, but if you didn't, I would recommend it very highly. Ray is somebody that has been in the trenches in the food world and the barbecue business for quite a while, uh, yet he's still only 17. And um, he's got a lot to go there. He's an accomplished author and creator. So um, check him out. Um, Ray, you know, this is the lightning round in after hours. This is where, you know, we ask you some questions that maybe make your head's hairs on the top of your head tingle, something uh, like that. I don't know. Um, your your personal reaction is uh, always interesting to, as our guest here. Uh, so are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We'll start off with something. Um, really easy what do you think the best food show is on television i i um, barbecue brawl barbecue brawl okay okay and leanne you can jump in and and uh um if you want to say uh throw down with bobby your episodes on it that's fine i I like the barbecue brawl okay and each year it, it gets more interesting because um it isn't just barbecue championships. I mean, they're they're taking people that are, some of them are just out of the kitchen. So it, yeah. it really makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say, Ray? Your success to failure ratio is, um, like in creating a a, a new book or a, a new blend of seasoning like that. How the this premise of this question is how many times do you have to try before you get something that you you think is good until it's until it's right um my motto for 24 is um right not rushed so we'll do it as many times as we need to until it's right and so for me when i create it's always a process of revision and getting it to the point where people can digest it, whether it's a rub, a sauce, a, a book. Um, you know, when I created my Memphis mop sauce, it took me almost a hundred recipes. Yeah. I mean, I would try it, think it was great. Then I'd have people try it. And then I would take their feedback and then be like, Oh, okay. So I thought that they liked this, but they didn't like that. And then the finished product was, you know, a great sauce that left uh, the spices uh, lingering on your palate. But it took a lot of time to get to that because it needed to be more about the spices, in, you know, in, yeah. in the sauce. But th- you're always looking for that hook, whatever, you know, that keeps people interested. And 
you know, you have to do it as many times as you can until it's right and don't rush something and put it out there when it's not ready. Yeah. Um, your sauces were phenomenal, by the way. Um, who is somebody in the barbecue world or the food world that really got your attention this last year? Artie Davis. Artie Davis, um, you know, he's old school and he's just so intelligent and and just he's I, he's just been great to me and is somebody that really influenced me. So good. Leanne, did you get your nuts from Artie? Not this year. The first year. <laughs> I did not. And it was the last year that Artie was at the Jack. And I wanted one from this year more than any year. And they yeah. were all gone. Yeah, I, I think have. this is was the last year at the Jack, I think. Is. Yeah. It is, yes. I and, walked the uh, I walked the parade route with him from when the parade was over till we went and got on the buses to go up to the party. And um it was a nice little walk, but I got to walk with him and, and boy, in that 10 minutes or so, um, he just shared so much history and stuff. And I got one of the nuts. I probably mm. shouldn't tell you that, but no, anyway. but there's so many, there's so many great, you know, influences, uh, that, that people in barbecue, it, you know, Dave Raymond that like talking to me about sauces. I'm like, where were you eight, eight years ago? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Tuffy stone, you know, he was a chef before getting into barbecue. So, mm -hmm. I've, you know, it's like a, a similar track for me. So when I see him and I can pick his brain about stuff and like, that's really cool too. Like he was at an event, um, at Meadow Creek barbecue supply this year. I ended up writing an article about it in the barbecue news, but, uh, I mean, so at the ready to help others. I, I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever come across in all your days in the kitchen, Ray, a, uh, a food item or a dish that you just could not master? I feel like if, if I, tr if I put my mind to it, I would do okay with it or, or, or master it to, so to speak, but there's certain things that I just don't like that I've had to cook like for events. Yeah. And I, I did my best, but like, I wouldn't even want like rabbit. Like I don't, I'm not going to eat rabbit, just certain things, you know, uh, tripe. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Just I get not, that. not interested, <laughs> but, but I've had to cook them and then, it came out that people said they were good, but I don't know. Okay. Me. Well, that my follow-up question to that was what's the worst thing you've ever eaten? Tripe or liver. I'm not interested in either one. I think <laughs> now I can do liver. I can do liver, but tripe. Yeah. Not so much. Um, what was the absolute best day of your life so far? Wow. The best day of my life. Yeah. Probably the day I got married. Good answer. That's a smart <laughs> answer, Ray. But, but it's an it's an honest answer. And yeah. uh, the short version, I'll give you the short version. But I knew my wife in high school, and I always had a crush on her. But it just didn't work out. You know, she had a boyfriend. I was weird. You know, all that. And it wasn't until my friend married her friend that we were in the wedding party together due to someone not showing up to the wedding. 
um, in the wedding party. So after that, I was just still, I was really hooked. And then, so to, to actually get married to someone that you've had a crush on for so long and it like worked out, you know, it's, um, we've been together almost 22 years. Was your first date to the bookstore and a coffee shop? <laughs> uh, Coffee, yes, but not no, not to the bookstore yet. I think okay. that was like the second or third date. That was that was a surprise for later. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you could erase a mistake from history, now this can be your history or world history, doesn't matter. Uh, what would it be and why? So, I I'm not sure because I you know I believe everything, like that has happened in in life has brought me to where I am today. So I wouldn't erase anything because mm -hmm. this is where I, it got me to where I am today. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I, I think I asked you this before, but um, I ask it again this time. If you were declared uh, supreme uh, ruler of barbecue for a day, what would you decree? And Leanne would be your enforcer. Mm -hmm. There will be no boiling of ribs ever. <laughs> no boiling. I agree. Golf clap. Golf clap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's your absolute favorite non-barbecue food or dish? Mm. I I love spaghetti and meatballs. Mm. Me too. Me Simple too. Mm -hmm. um, what what's your um least favorite activity in the world raking 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 leaves. <laughs> you have a lot of leaves there there um, shall be no raking of the leaves only with a blower backpack blower okay like shoveling snow yeah, oh my God. yeah. <laughs> totally i miss living in florida like yeah yeah, yeah. to some extent you know like there was we, no, never any raking of leaves or shoveling snow. So. If if we get uh, any snow this year, I think I'll FedEx Leanne some so she can just yeah, I'll take go, a snowball. We, you know, mm -hmm. like that. Um, do you remember the first thing you ever got in trouble for as a kid? Not not um, not coming home on time. You know, you're supposed to be home when the street lights are out. And uh, we were riding bikes and I just lost track of time. And my mom was so worried, you know, that she didn't know where I was. And it's not like today when you have the phones and all these GPS trackers and everything. So right. that Pretty happened hard. once, didn't happen again. Um, yeah, I get that too. My mom was <laughs> little, but I didn't know how fast she was. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was pretty fleet of foot when, when it got to, uh, Got down to the nitty gritty. Um, if you could cook for, then dine with a historical figure, who would it be and what would be on your menu? Mm. With a historical figure, huh? Yeah, they can be deceased or alive. Yeah, we'll dig them up. I mean... I think I would cook for Einstein and, and I would make him a big barbecue spread. There you go. And and have him critique it. There you go. See, you must have watched Oppenheimer too, like I did. 
So. I did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Probably a bear. Really? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Cause I feel like they hibernate. So they sleep and they actually get rest and then they're like so hungry. And that would be me. I'd be like, Oh, I can't wait to eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what? This is one I know you've not heard before, Ray. What is something your spouse was right about, but you still think that they are wrong? Loading the dishwasher. How to load the dishwasher. I have that same thing. It is a matter of opinion. It is. And but like so typically I'm the one that empties it. So I like to load it a certain way so I can grab stuff like a couple at a time and put them away. But all right. So, okay, so let me ask you this, because this is an actual bone of contention sometimes in our house. I'm sure. It's another show. <laughs> yeah, it's another right. show. And Leanne's been here. I'm I'm a stickler about how you put the silverware in, because I like, you know, we've got the dishwasher, and it's got the little flap, and it's got the individual slots for knives, forks, spoons, whatever. My wife just likes to take them, rinse them off, and just lift that little flap up and just stick them in there. And they're kind of in these clusters. And I'm like, it doesn't get as clean when you do that. Okay. There can be a food particle on there or whatever. And she goes, no, nah, it works. Um, And so there's a lot of times I've given away the trade secrets here, but if I'm the last guy to put something in the dishwasher, I'll actually take the silver thing, silver thing out and re insert them. Uh, in those little slots so they get really clean put it back in put the the soap and the rinse thing in or whatever and start it and because i'm also the one that empties it most of the time so i get away with it all right but right. that's a real thing with me it's a it's a dumb thing i know no i totally get it like my wife and my son will put stuff in the dishwasher and i have to reorganize it yeah so i'm at the one that puts it away so you need to ask Leanne about her silverware drawer. Oh, she... Well, I have an, I, I, I have a problem. I'm an obsessive compulsive disorder person and I have to count all my silverware once the dishwasher is unloaded to make sure that I have eight of everything. So, so that I know I'm not missing anything. It's like a weird <laughs> oh, thing. Wow. Yeah. But I, I, I tend to be on a different page than Jeff. I feel like it's a huge waste of time putting the silverware in those little holes so I lift it as well, dump them in there. I know it's hot sanitized. And if it doesn't come clean, then it stays in there. But I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> not only that, you got to put forks with the tines up in it. And when I put my hand down to pick a fork up, it goes under my fingernails and it's dangerous. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. That's the reason. So you finally I have multiple said the reason. reasons why not to do that. Okay. So do you, so do you put your, your uh, knives? Like if you've got a, a pairing knives down, knives down, down. Okay. Always knives down, forks okay. down, spoons up. <laughs> spoons up. Oh yeah. Because they leave those little circles in the middle of the spoon, you know, like yeah. a little, if they, not, down, not if you, not if you scrub them before you put them in. <laughs> oh, well that, that's again, a whole nother thing. Like, okay. Why do you have a dishwasher? Okay. <laughs> uh, to sanitize. I don't know. I, I think yeah. I think that's the most interesting discussion we've had on that particular question <laughs> in after hours. I, I like that a lot. 
So, um, Ray, what's the biggest change you think should be made in food advertising? Oh boy. I mean, I mean, I mean, let's look, let's be serious. Well, you, you go, you, McDonald's is on there and they always show, and Leanne's sister is a food stylist and she actually creates some of those, uh, items that you see in the TV commercials, you know, paint some, make some shiny and all that. That is not the hamburger you're going to get when you go to Mickey D's and the drive through and they hand out the Big Mac or it, whatever. Now, that's a misnomer. It okay. may not look like the item, but she is a food stylist for major corporations. And I actually have done a Popeye's food styling job with her. And I'm getting ready to do another one for a very large company. And the ounces of meat that they put on their sandwiches that they are creating food styling in the commercials and, and print is the exact ounces. It cannot be more. It can't be less. So, and technically all the items on the creation are what you get in the restaurant. This is the big thing. They push it all forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they make it look bigger because they're, you know, taking a picture of the front of it. But in actuality, it is the same amount of food. So they aren't adding anything in it to make it bigger. But I mean, you have to think about what their job is and what advertising is all about. It has to look good because then the consumer won't buy it. So you, you're right. You aren't going to. And you have to think about Taco Bell. You know, they're wrapping things up and things. And of course, it's even if you made the most beautiful taco in the world, when you wrap it up and throw it in a bag, it's not going to look the same. No. The taste is still going to be there, though. They're very consistent, you know, with the taste for the most part. That's the key with franchises and the, and the fast food industry, you know, I'm just saying is consistency and they, and, and they're good about that, but I'll let him answer the question now. <laughs> well, I mean, and that, that's a great point too, because like you're saying, it, it actually is the sandwich. It's just, once it's wrapped up and handled, I mean, it's going to get, the bun's going to get a little mushy or it's going right. to, you know, get compressed. But uh, I think for truth in advertising, um, like, I think they should have to tell you exactly what's in it or why it's in the food. Like there, there was a saying like, you know, you have the, the U.S., you, they, you have to know what's in your mattress, but not necessarily in your food um, with the, the, you know, you're not even allowed to take the thing off your mattress, the label. Right. But some of these companies should have to say what certain ingredients are. So you can make yeah, a decision. I've, I've served a lot of time in jail for um, removing my tags off my hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time you go for a job, you're going to be like, well, I took the I took the label off my hair dryer. And, and yeah. I was going to be a lifer if I did my pillow. So I decided to leave my, my pillow. <laughs> I can just see Leanne behind the bars with the tin cups, rattling it on the cage, going, nobody knows the sorrow I've seen. Yeah, It'd be the right. best barbecue in jail, though. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. God, I can make some smoked bologna sandwiches like no other. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I just and and to touch back on the food thing, it's like you see this gorgeous. It doesn't matter if it's McDonald's or Taco Bell or any of them, and they all look great. 
and then you you get your Big Mac, and there's a half a head of shredded lettuce laying around on the bottom uh-huh. of the con- the container. Yeah. Well, like it's the, like when you, you can go to a fine dining restaurant and your meal might not be as good as the first time. It's who's on the line, who's cooking, yeah. who the chef is. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always the variable, even at McDonald's, how much ketchup and mustard they put on there. There's, you know what I mean? Like it, there's variables. It's yes. never going to be a perfect world. But, you know, they try to get as close as possible. Oh, sure. Sure. I know just a little sidebar story. We have a. There's a there's a little burger joint in the next little burg over from where we live and we've lived here 13 years and for 12 and eight tenths years we never had a bad burger there never they were always good and we actually went in and sat down one day this was about a month and a half ago and we ordered just a bacon cheeseburger or what have you and it was the worst thing that i had ever eaten it really was. And I think that it it goes to what you just said, Leanne. Who was on the line? They were using really it's like they didn't want to slice another onion. They had some leftover rings, uh, not fried rings, just raw, you know, and they were thick and they were thick cut and they and it was overbearing on the burger and that kind of and I was really surprised, but it makes sense to what you're you're saying is it really depends on who's in the kitchen. So, and, okay. you know, and yeah, you get the same thing with fried foods. You know, did they change the oil? Did you, you know, is the oil three days old? You know, yep. because oil is extremely expensive. So you get into these little tiny little restaurants that are watching every cost possible and they're trying to stretch the oil out. They might filter it. But you know what bad oil does to your food? It, oh, yeah. it, it totally changes the 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 result. And, yeah. you know. A good restaurant's going to change it every day, you know, and it, yep. it, you can tell. There's uh where we live, there's up north, there's one Chinese restaurant that I've been going to for a long, long time. My dad turned me on to it when I was in college. That tells you how long it's been. They change their oil probably six days a week because, you know, there's nothing that, like if you ordered some fried shrimp in a Chinese restaurant and you can uh-huh. taste that old oil and that kind of uh-huh. nasty, and these guys are always fresh and crisp and, and yeah. lovely. It, it's great stuff. Okay. On uh-huh. to something else here. Um, Ray, what's your favorite classic movie? Uh, mine happens to be, you know, Casablanca. And I think Leanne's is um, elf or something. I'm not sure, but <laughs> Well, it depends what time oh. of year. Are we talking a holiday movie? Or are we yeah. talking any oh. anything? Oh, anything. I like Scarface. Yeah. yeah. So, so every every summer I go camping. I take my son camping, just the two of us, guys trip. He brings like a DVD player. We hook it up to the TV in the cabin and we watch Scarface. And it's like, oh, really? it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Every every year. I, I love mean, that. And Reservoir he, Dogs is another good one. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. There yeah. you go. But if we're talking holiday movies, planes, trains, and automobiles, what am I? Yeah, favorite? that's a good one. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, funny. Name one book because you like to read. Uh, name one book that should be mandatory reading for everybody. Everybody. One book that should be mandatory reading. Let me see. Uh, uh, Big Green Egg Basics from a Menhouse. <laughs> 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 uh, 
something that should be mandatory reading. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who wrote it, but it was like the, the uh, Book of Manners. <laughs> oh, uh, that's uh, the Emily Post. Oh, Post. Yeah, yeah Emily, Emily Post. Post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. there, there you go. Mine would be like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So there you go. I was a Hunter Thompson fanatic for a long time. Um, last one here. Um, if you are on death row, which you're not, um, and Leanne's on parole for removing mattress and hair dryer tags. Tags, yeah. But if you were on, <laughs> if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? My last meal would be smoked beef ribs, huh. grilled lobster tails with garlic butter. Oh yeah, and um, vanilla bean creme brulee. Uh -huh. Wow. That's very good. Yeah. Same. I'll be in the cell next to you. I'll take the leftovers, <laughs> yeah. okay? So when you're walking down with the bag over right, your head, right. you can just pass it off to me like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chef Ray Sheehan, uh, again, your website will be out, uh, you said, what, by Valentine's Day, something like yep. that? should be uh, raysheehan.com. And uh, in the meantime, you can catch me on Facebook, uh, Chef Ray Sheehan, Instagram, chef.raysheehan. Sheehan is S-H-E-E-H-A-N. Very good. Ray, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be back next week uh, with another edition of Barbecue Nation with Jeff and Leanne. I don't know who the guest is going to be because it's early in the year, so I haven't done all the bookings. I was slack in my duties after Christmas there, and uh, we'll live with it, though. But thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Miss Leanne, always a pleasure. We'll be back, like I said, next week with another edition of Barbecue Nation. Until then, remember our motto, turn it. Don't burn it. Take care, everybody.